Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is December 14th. I was gonna say I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> for once I cheated. I looked at oh, I looked at the uh, right. I looked we at the computer and I wrote it down like about an hour and a half ago when, <laughs> I, when I was getting everything all set up. Um, yeah, this this year, I mean, even though we've been held hostage for the majority of it, um, has flown by. Well, it has and it hasn't. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like we're already yeah. in December. It's like, well, huh? Yeah, you know, let's, let's hope 2021 is a new year. Yeah, maybe we can just like sneak in the back door right. of 2021. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. You know, we're, we're, we're coming up. We're coming up to two more shows, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think two right? more before the, the end of the year. For the end of the yeah. year, um, and we we took a little we took a little time off during the beginning of the year. It, it's um, crazy that we've that we've done this for how many years now? Ten or eleven? At least, at, at least, least maybe 11, twelve. Yeah, at least eleven time. years, and we get to we get to around Christmas time, and and it's like, whoa, another one went another by year. so quick. You know, when you when you break it down into fifty-two times that we're sitting together, either here wherever or on the phone it really doesn't you know like i mean i don't have anything else planned out throughout my calendar other than the standard monday night at eight o'clock every single monday at eight o'clock and everything else can fit in yes or no maybe if i can make it this that the other thing but monday at eight o'clock bang we're here we're here no matter what even if i'm in north carolina and now yeah. that we've got Zoom, it works even better, I think, because we can see each other. That helps. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a lot easier to be able, I mean, to have a conversation on a telephone, which would be the same thing as us talking over Skype or whatever it was we used before. Um, I think you even actually called in on the phone. Yeah, right. I yeah, did. a lot. Yeah. And with Zoom, it's that much greater. You just need to do what the engineer tells you to do and get headphones and a microphone. There right? we go. Yeah. And we yeah. haven't done that yet. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put that down because I make sure that you leave with them. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Mess my hair up, but that's all right. <laughs> so how's toys for tots going? It is, you know, um, it's funny. We were talking today. We'll get, we're getting ready to do distribution next week. We're picking up all the boxes this week out in the community and I was talking to the warehouse manager and somebody asked, you know, is this a crazy year? Right. And um, the basic answer to that would have to be no, because we ended up getting more family requests, like the family requests doubled, but the children within those family requests halved. We've never had as many ones and twos children um, per family ever. It's usually five to seven kids. Right. And now kids are aging out. You know, they hit, they hit 16 and we don't service them. 
So we're servicing the same family, but we're losing the older, the older kids. So, I mean, it's, I'm but glad you that have more families this year. I'm sure we do. But right. like I, like I also said, the numbers are down. We, we serviced, uh, 7,845 kids last year or something like that. And right now we're probably only at like 5,000 something. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the numbers are down. So that, that just means we give more toys. But I don't know if the donations are down too because the people who were giving last year Maybe may not have to go it anywhere. To be able to. Yeah. Or, yeah. or may not have it. That's yeah. true because yeah. times are tough for a lot of people right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot. And just hope that it's going to get better soon. Yeah, we just have to we just have to know that it will and and pray that we're right. You know. Yeah. And we have to be grateful for what we do have. Yeah. And that that is not always easy, especially in times like this. I was thinking about that today. You know, we were talking my mom is very ill mm-hmm. and I have um you know, my days are very full of unpleasant things <laughs> and always. I yeah. mean, that's being an adult, I think, you know. How many times a day do you hear no versus yes? I mean, and I don't mean the word no, but I mean like how many times a day is there um, something bucking you? You oh, know what I mean? All day, every all day. day long. All day, and, every day. Yeah. But I still have to take <clears throat> a moment, and I did today, and just stop and be grateful for what I do have. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the things that you forget in the midst of, of all the uh, chaos. Right. And, you know, when you're living with addicts, you're living in chaos. And it was very, <laughs> very, I mean, I remember going to my first Al-Anon meeting and they told me to be grateful. And I was like, for what? Yeah. I, I couldn't see it. Took me a year to be grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it took me longer than that. But, you know, just the little things. Mm-hmm. One little thing goes right. Be grateful. The yeah, sun came up a, today. Be yeah. grateful. You know, I yeah. saw out my back window, something that looked like a coyote walking Which, along. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Probably it wasn't was. a dog. Probably was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. things like that. That's just, it's unusual. And who yeah. gets to see things like that? I hear no, them. I know. I especially know. when I'm in the mountains in North Carolina, I hear them, but I never saw one before. Yeah. It was interesting. I mean, just little, little things that get you out of your... Yeah, and funny things like that. If, you know, you, you could just let let that bird singing um, pass you by. Always try to embrace that for the moment that you can. Right. Because that gives you that positive um, reinforcement. You know, we go to... Uh, uh, Amaya goes and does tennis um, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And around the uh, around the tennis courts, where it's in in Stewart, um, there's raccoons all up in the trees and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's cool to just watch how they interact with they're nature. They're so yeah. interesting. They've yeah. got hands, but they're dangerous. Oh, I know, I yeah. know, I know. I yeah. had a friend that used to feed them <clears throat> Alpo on his back porch, and and if he didn't put it out, they, they came would... and banged on the window. Is that right? Every day, a certain time that had to be there, and they expected it. But just things like you know, little things, or and then I started thinking, you know, I'm blessed in so mm-hmm. many ways, so many ways, yeah. and I don't think about it often. Most of the time, I'm glum and thinking about, you know, everything sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. But it really doesn't, and you know, it's it it is helpful to 
pause for a moment and just find something that you're happy about. Right. Mm -hmm. Or that you can look at and say, this is nice. Because the world is full of bad stuff, but it's full of good stuff, too. You know, and and the funny thing <laughs> is, is that we, and I don't know if that's just a human trait, <clears throat> but we as humans venture towards the negative. Right. Always. 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 And because we don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. And if you're already negative, then you can't be disappointed, mm -hmm. right? Except it... it kind of seeps into every aspect of life and makes it a right. lot more difficult than it needs to be. And I was, I was listening to something. I had the dogs out in the backyard and I was listening to um, Steve Harvey and he was talking before he was on the set of family feud. Right. So I don't know if it was during a break before the show, he's warming up the audience or whatever. And he was talking about, he worked for the Ford motor company and got laid off and uh, started selling Amway. Mm -hmm. And he said, never say you're not a morning person. He said, because God wakes you up every day. True. You know, so embrace. That's what, that's what we strive for. We strive to wake up tomorrow. Right. And we do ourselves a disservice by saying I'm not a morning person because when we wake up, we're already Negative. setting ourselves up. For failure for yeah. the day. Oh, I don't want to yeah. hear that. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. I don't <laughs> want to, and um, the way he explained it made so much sense. And he, and he gave a story about somebody called him up and he was all, hey, 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 Steve, yeah. how are you? And, and Steve's like, hey, I'm sleeping. And the guy <laughs> would hang up the phone. And every single morning between 530 and 6, this guy was calling him. And just all motivated. And ultimately, uh, like three weeks into it, Steve Harvey said, I'm just going to wake up at 4.30, sit there, and as soon as the guy, you know, and he went, hey, 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 Joe, this is Steve. How you doing today? And um, the guy said, finally, you get it. Right. And hung the phone up. And Steve was, so Steve was, uh. So the next day, he called them again, and he did the same thing. And he said, you know, keep that attitude because, because God is setting you up for something special. And he tried to keep that um, every morning, embracing the world with a with a new eye, with a you know with a little bit of vigor. And um, he said, six months later, he got a job at a radio station doing the you know the Steve Harvey Morning Show, waking up 112 cities. Oh my goodness! You know what I mean? Wow! So. That guy would. That guy was giving him was what he needed. Him up. Yeah. yeah, and if he was, if, if he still wasn't that morning person, he'd be like, oh, "Good morning, LA." Yeah, exactly. Right. Instead of and good yeah. morning, LA. Yeah. So you know, the 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 great thing about the great thing about the story was, we talked about that, and I heard it today. You know, and um, things happen for a reason. You know, and it's easy to to get in a slump. I, I, you know, the past couple of weeks, I'm like, um, life sucks, and this and that. And <laughs> it's so easy. It happens to, to it's all so, of us. It's, it's so does. easy to yes, fall it into does. it, and there's all these little um, things in the way that you don't notice until you ultimately notice them, and then. All of them become 
awareness points. Exactly. You know, and I and I look pat, back over the past couple of weeks and I say, wow, wh- why didn't I see that? It took something else for me to see it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and um, fortunately enough, be of being of clear mind and thought, not always. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's always clear mind of thought, but I still do allow my um, isms to get in the way. Uh, fortunately enough, I can set myself up for um, success when I hear things like, the, my bed's the only thing that's made that I did today. <laughs> but you did it. It was a video of an admiral talking to the um, class of whenever at the academy. And um, he said, if you do one thing today, make your bed. I like that. You know, I like that. I yeah. always make my mm-hmm. bed and I make yeah. the other beds in the house that aren't made because I can't stand it. Yeah. But always I always make your bed. That yeah. sets you up for being organized. And if yeah. you're organized, if you only do like that's it. if you only do one thing, make your bed, at least that way, when you come back to it. Right. It's yeah, it's, it's done. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. looks better. Yeah. I mean, not that there's, you know, crowds walking through my bedroom. No, but, but you yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, if I go in and see a messy bed, it makes me feel yucky. So yeah, I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to have that. It's organization. I think being organized, it's helpful. And, you know, those are the little things that that um, you can grasp onto if you were trying to. I mean, that's how you got to where you are today by grabbing onto. That's how I got, because when I when I first came around, you know, I didn't want to die. It was an option. Um, but I knew if I stayed the individual that didn't care about dying, I ultimately would have. Right. You know, I ultimately would have stayed on that park bench and, and just withered away. And who knows how long after, you know, February 28th, 1989, that would have happened. It could have been three days later. And fortunately enough, you know, divine intervention still has me here today. And you didn't have one of those lightning bolt epiphanies either, did you? I don't think Was anybody it sort does. sort of a gradual? I don't think anyone does. You know what I mean? In the sense of, you know, well, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I would say through my experience, it doesn't happen. Really? No. It's, it's, I mean, it's, that's the expectation as a family member that we yeah. all have. Something's going to happen that's going to make this change that I've been waiting for and looking for. Because that's what they told around. you. Right. Yeah. That's what, that's what, you know. Well, no, what they told me was it's not your <clears throat> fault. Yeah. You can't control it. You didn't cause it. You can't cure it. So back away and don't do anything and mm-hmm. live your life and try to enjoy it. Well, it's easier said than done. Right. Number one. But number two, you go and hear the stories. You know, I would go to other, you know, the, the uh, other fellowships and listen to the stories. And some of them actually would act like, you know, something happened that made them do that spin. Now, was it easy once they made the decision? No. No, that's when it becomes the hardest. That's when it becomes the hardest. To go back out is very, very difficult to overcome. You know, I I think, you know, if if you want to break it down and analyze it and everything like that, everyone has some kind of um, conscious awareness point Mm -hmm. where, you know, like, like I say, saturation point, 
<coughs> excuse me, you get to a point where dying is okay and something inside of you, you know, your higher power says it really isn't. And I'm Not going yet. to throw I'm going to throw you this bone again. Grab onto it. And um I grabbed onto it, but but the journey from grabbing onto it and saying I don't want to be this individual anymore was the hardest struggle because then I had to take responsibility. Right. And I didn't want to take responsibility. So this this chain that I was getting dragged out of this hole with um, brought me to a place where I was so uncomfortable. So, and it was be, would have been so much easier just to dive back into that hole, like I did time and time again. Right. And um, this time it was just different, you know, because because I hit that point of I can't do this anymore. Give up and die or give in and live. I, I think the I think the give in and live, um, well, of course it did because I'm still here. Right. You know, give up and die. It was easy to die. I, I knew how to do that. I was doing it for years. But I think, you know, for someone who hasn't experienced that, you know, as an addict, but mm-hmm. somebody watching it, you know, you look at it and it's like, why don't you just stop? This is horrible. And you can't. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, just stop. Like Nancy Reagan, just say no. Okay, thanks, Nancy. That that was a lot of help. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. You know, you need, I guess you need to reach that point. Yeah, but see, I I mean, I've said it too. I mean, I remember saying it to M, like, you know better, just stop. Right. Having people saying that to me and in my mind going, yeah, there's a real whack job because they don't get it. (laughs) Right. You know? But the the frustration level got me to a point of you know you know better just stop and um, it doesn't happen that way. No, because I think you have to go inside and find that place in yourself that's broken and yeah. fix it. And, you know. Even though you, even though, um, I think that's the most vulnerable point that we are at once we. Once we something awakens inside of us and says, you're broken and you need to repair, you need to repair, or I'm giving you the opportunity to repair, um, that's our most vulnerable point. Because before that, we knew, I knew that I was broken. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the willingness to do what it took. Right. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Remember, this is your show. Call in with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery Radio Show. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. 
Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org and we'll send you an information packet so that you can schedule a time for you to be on the show and we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we do love our guests and we would love to hear what you have to say about recovery or anything to do with it. We, we've had, I always love it when we're interviewing somebody because People bring the most interesting things to the table. They always do. Yeah, and you know, the, the funny thing is, is that when I initially read, like, their bio or, or you know, the media, their media packet, I say, how are they going to bring something of right. substance to, but we don't talk about addiction and recovery 99% of the time. We're not staunch addiction and recovery um, we were. We were. But we just but we talk about learned a lot. Yeah, we just talk about silliness now and we try to wrap it all back around and um, <laughs> because that's why life <clears throat> works. Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day about addiction and families because you know there's that big controversy about whether it's hereditary or learned behavior and all of that stuff. And I flip flop all over the place with that one, but mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, they've done brain studies, this and that. You know, we have new codes for it now. Substance yeah, but that's all the, that's the money aspect of it. I don't trust that part of it. Well, it just it's an interesting thought. And, you know, this is the type of thing that comes out in our show that, you know, we can discuss with people who have varying yeah, no, very much so. on it. Yeah. You know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Does it matter? No. no. The reality is we're faced with this. But I, w- I was talking to somebody and they, they said, 
you shake anybody's family tree and some alcoholics are bound to fall out of it. True. <laughs> and I, probably more than you would think, because a lot of people, particularly if they're drinking, can function and go to work mm-hmm. and make money, make a lot of money, actually. Right. But they still, you know, are kind of acting horrible a lot of the time. So it, it's a, it's a, what is it? Cunning, baffling, powerful disease. Yeah. And, and it, it grabs a hold of families, not only the, not only the individual, it, it grabbed my family. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine too. It, it showed in me because of my actions, but it had already sucked my family in, Right. you know, and, and I'm saying it because it, it, it's this being that engulfed my whole it's a beast. Yeah. My whole being, my whole, my whole family, where, where I, where I ended up was nowhere where anyone in our community should have been. And the majority of the families where I grew up had a child that was out there with me. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Well, and I think the same thing happened here during the opioid epidemic. Mm-hmm. Actually, worldwide, you know, yeah. so many families were affected by it. That, like me, who had never been around it, didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And didn't know how to respond or react. Although I don't know that there is, there's not really a good way to respond or react. It's very difficult. You know, I think now of all the people that were telling me to, you know, just detach and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And if I had... My daughter would probably be dead. Yeah, you know, there's no, there's no right, there's no right or wrong way to do it. There's no, you know, there's no cookie cutter. uh, um, Even though, even though that's how we are kind of um, spoon fed Mm -hmm. the twelve, twenty four spiritual principles of of uh, one of the anonymous programs. There's no cookie cutter way that works for me, and 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 works for the next guy sitting next to me and the girl next to me too. Um, it's all our own understanding, our own upbringing, our own beliefs and, and, and thought patterns that, but the thing is, is that they're giving us general knowledge exactly. and the general knowledge. Um, and the general knowledge is probably based on a pretty large number of success successes. Stories. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh-huh. You know, the fact that it doesn't work for everybody shouldn't, you know, the people that it doesn't work, they shouldn't be shamed. No. And I think that's the biggest problem with, you know, with some of the programs out there now. There's a lot of shaming going on, but that's human nature as well. I'm better than you. I'm doing yeah. it better than you are. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And, yeah. You know, you see a lot of that. You know, the, the sad thing is, is my, my deviant mind loves to be in that situation. Loves to be in the situation where that's human nature. No, it loves to be in a situation where somebody with 40 or 50 days or whatever comes in all proud of themselves and says, I'm sober. And some, some moron starts, starts biting them down the throat with three or four years clean. We're, we're clean here. Yeah. You know, and I love to raise my hand with 31 years clean and sober and justify my seat by saying my name is Ray and I'm sober. Right. Right. For 31 right. years. I haven't picked up yeah. a substance of any yes. kind. Yes. And you know, 
the thing about it is, is, is I was scared away when I was, you know, cause I claimed I carried the heavy uh, 35 years ago. Alcoholics Anonymous had zero tolerance or, or in my area oh, yeah, I had think zero true, tolerance yeah. for for addicts because right. morally we were wrong. Yeah, we were. We were kicking in your doors and stealing your TVs. Right. Absolutely. I didn't know many people who were alcoholic unless they were drunk just following me in the place. Right. right? <laughs> you know, stupidly drunk following right. me into the house. Because I didn't, they didn't have to. I yeah. could buy it legally. That's yeah. the difference. The only difference. Yeah. Um, so yes, morally, it was a different, it was a different time. And I remember coming out of detox and going to a, uh, an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And they told me when, when I, you know, verified my seat as an addict, they told me I didn't belong there. And I said, you know, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to show you that I don't belong here. They didn't know me from Adam. Right. I could have went out and died 15 minutes later to sh to prove my point. Exactly. Um, and they wouldn't have even thought twice about it. It took me a little while to filter through that and get an understanding that not everyone that's coming in the door one has an understanding of their environment. If I walk into a, an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting today, I claim my seat as an alcoholic. I respect the, the program that I'm, that you know, the uh, 12 steps that I'm um, engaging. If I'm, in if I'm in Narcotics Anonymous, I'm an addict. If it, I, I respect the program where I'm at. Right. Only because of the people that, that frequent it. There's no, there's no need for me to throw a bomb in the middle of the room. And when someone comes in and they're new and they're excited and they're in detox, they come down from New Jersey, they're in detox, a van brings them to a meeting and there's some boob on, on over in the chair over there um, pissed because these, uh, these young kids are B&E in their meeting and, yes. and, they're not, and they're not talking the yes, way yes, that yes. I think that they should talk. I love to start talking just the way the kids were because it shuts them up. Exactly. They have zero, zero artillery going towards that kid again because someone with more time is telling them in a nice way, just by verbiage, shut up right? and allow people to be who they are. And that's, that's a, um, I don't necessarily know if it's as big a problem as it was, but when I came I think it is for older people with a lot of time. I have heard yeah. in recent years, oh, no, mm -hmm. we're not addicts. Yeah. Like that's something bad. Well, or they yeah. something worse. And it's, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing. And when you break it all down, they are because they were addicted to alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and probably I don't, if they tried in, other stuff, would have been addicted yeah, to that. Yeah, I don't get into that fight because that's, that's um, the... Um, the narrow mindedness of an individual, you know, um, the, 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 the big book was around before the blue book and Dr. Bob and, um, Bill W. Bill W. Handed the keys to Jimmy K, who was the founder of Narcotics Anonymous, handed him the keys and said, run with it. So, why from the late 
30s or whatever it was mm-hmm. the 40s when they when they handed in the keys and said now you start driving the truck for these people here um use our words change a few so you're a little different we're all the same animal exactly we all i just i just said three minutes ago that i was sneaking in people's houses stealing their tvs and there was an alcoholic behind me <laughs> He had no reason to be there. He could have just went to the package store. And I guarantee. But he was he drunk have and gone stupid. To the package store. Yeah. If if the package store wasn't available, except if he stole some money or yeah. stole something. But I mean, he was just he drunk and stupid following too. me. You know. Well, the so. person that I'm thinking of specifically who made the big speech about not being a drug addict mm-hmm. had spent some time in prison for violence as a result of being. Yeah. So drunk. So I don't know that anything's better or worse and no. that, that's the unfortunate thing no there's absolutely there there is absolutely no because because the damage that you do is the same whatever the substance exactly. is exactly you're, you're, you're killing yourself you're killing your family you're killing your loved ones all around you driving people out of their minds what does it matter what the substance is it doesn't no and and the message is what should be the most important right. thing right and i i loved going to you know, open mm-hmm. meetings for uh, AA and NA just to hear the stories and get the hope, you know that yes, this can be overcome. Yeah, because so many people don't overcome it, and it's, yeah. it's a frightening thing. I mean, you know the, um, and and I don't know if uh, one one thing that I that I do key on is when, and and this is this is where you know, the, the change of recovery comes in. Someone with five, six years, they're, they're F-bombing all over the place. Right. Okay, let me address that after the meeting. I had a friend of mine that was on a Zoom call, and um, he was F this and F that and F this and F that. He was celebrating five years clean. <laughs> right? Okay. And uh, so, <laughs> Love it. you know, I'm, I'm effing cool, and this is effing great, and I'm like, Okay. Uh, All right. Enough of it. So I called him up a couple of days later and I said, you know, I said, I'm, I'm real proud of you that you got five years clean, but you still have a lot of street in you. Mm-hmm. Something, something that you might want to address this year is, you're, you know, you're progressing through. And he's like, you know, I never even thought of that. He says, I still sound like the same individual that walked in the door. And I said, bingo. Right. If you if you still embrace the individual that you walked in the door with. How much have you embraced change? Right. Or if you uh, gave up heroin and picked up donuts. How much have you embraced change? That is very true. Yeah. too. And yeah. see a lot of people doing that. You're just. Switching to sugar. Yes. Now, maybe you don't have to break in somewhere to get it. Uh, well, I, I would break in somewhere for jelly beans. I'm telling you. I know you would. Yeah. I know you would. Don't ever yeah. give Ray jelly beans. Yeah. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so the, it's it's all about the, 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 the full package journey. It's not about just the, uh, the abstinence. Um, it is at first. The longer you have away from your last drink or drug, the more awareness, the more um, acceptance, the more chance you have to, to be able to
to become a, become the individual that you want to be. I didn't step out of out of active addiction um, with a plan, right? With no plan whatsoever. I just said I hit my saturation point, and I said, you know, dying is a good option. I better see if there's something else other than that before I before I you know embrace that aspect of it, and. Uh, Fortunately enough, there were people there in the meetings that I went to that had already walked through where I was walking through. Mm -hmm. And they, they probably could predict your next move. And they, and they handheld me, you know, right. and, and I'm so grateful that, that they did. And to, if I learned from someone saying, you don't belong here, I ran back out the door for another three years. Mm -hmm. So... The people that I came to embrace didn't say you don't belong here. They said, welcome. We'll see you tomorrow at seven o'clock. Um, do you need a ride? So when I see people um, do that to, to newcomers, it, it just brings me right back to that alcoholic uh, that told me you don't belong here. Right. I still remember his face clear as day. I bet you do. Clear as day. I bet you yep. do. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know how many other people he killed, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I almost allowed it to kill me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful today that, that I have that memory so I don't share that with anyone else. I don't share that mess with anyone else. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Share a little bit about your experience when Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. <laughs> I love it. I love it when it just cuts off like that. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, we, you know, we were talking about... Um, we talk about a lot of stuff, but one of the things that I think that um, is a, is a very good suggestion to embrace is um, not to rain on anyone's parade. In the sense of, you know, as as human beings, it's always easy. If I feel bad, I want to make you feel worse. Right. Um, and there is a lot of that going on, especially during the holidays. The holidays is the toughest time of the of the year for um, addicts to get clean. I know it was for me. Um, it's it's for families to embrace uh, the negativity of what's going on. They would, you know, addiction destroys holidays. Oh, yeah. Horrible. And, yeah. Horrible. Calls from jail. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You know, when yeah. when in reality, that's a good call. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's a yes. that's a beautiful call because you know it's a sober person and they're alive. And they're gonna be okay. But you know, you still it, And you can go see him on camera tomorrow. The first will we couldn't back in those days. No, well, because you were you you were a legal Sally and you did something wrong and you couldn't go visit your daughter. <laughs> well, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know I'd done something wrong. <laughs> but yeah, they, they kicked me out of visitation. You were the criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a criminal if you're an addict's mom, too. Yeah. There are a lot of people who look down on you and figure you must have done something wrong. Yeah, you know, but the, but but that's what that's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. People that want to yank somebody else down because they don't feel good about themselves. And someone with X amount of time, a uh, new guy comes in, new girl comes in, and they're using the verbiage that this other knucklehead isn't used to, they feel intimidated. Yes. That's why they lash out to at someone. It's not it's not I'm better than. It's oh, what are they saying? This isn't yeah. what I'm not this isn't what I'm used to. Right. It's it's yeah. scary. Yeah. And you know, a lot of things in life are scary. Mhm. And you know, being an addict's mom is very scary. I'm sure. An addict's parent is very scary. I'm sure. And I I can remember, you know, friends who shunned me and then you know a few years later when they knew that i'd been in a program and Mm -hmm. would call me and say i need help yeah see and you know it's funny there's that thing that says don't don't ever look down on an addict uh because they may be the one that saves your child right yeah right yeah and and that happened to me more than once because you know, I do care. I care a lot. And, mm-hmm. I, and I understand better than as few others can, as we say. Mm. Um, but more more understand now than used to, I think. Well, m- more have no choice because it's right in their living room. Exactly. You know, it's that much more. I want to say it's that much. There's that much more. I don't know if I'm using the right word, but there's that much more evil. Mm-hmm right in your face today than than not 
30 years ago when I got clean, yes, I was a, I was an active heroin addict. I was like the dregs of society. Um, I was still my mother's little boy though. Yeah. You know, of course you were, you still are. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was lost with a, with a neighborhood, with a community of, of people my age, um, who didn't make it. I lost, yeah. I've, I've lost what during my active addiction, I've lost hundreds of friends that I've personally know. And that's not normal. No. That's not normal behavior. So, um, it's tough justifying my existence or was tough justifying my existence when people would see my mother, like mothers would see my mother in the, in the grocery store and say like, why not my kid and why yours? Right. You know, and, and my mother never really had a, you really don't have an answer yeah, for what that. Can, well, you know? I had, I had a friend who lost two of her sons mm-hmm. within a year and I was at a meeting and in my program, they didn't give us coins, but I went to an open AA meeting yeah. and they gave me a coin mm-hmm. and they allowed my <clears throat> daughter to present it to me. Yeah. And that lady and her husband were there and she said, I felt so bad when I looked at them because they were crying. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, I felt guilty. It should have been me. And, you know, of course they would never, ever, ever in a million years have wanted her to feel that way. Yeah. But you know, that guilt is there. Yeah. Why, why me? Why not me? I always wondered that, like, not, not, not for too long. Um, but I always wondered why I was saved and my friends were, and not necessarily taken, my, my friends gave up, you know, gave, gave up the will to live. Um, and the only answer I ever got inside my head was, more will be revealed. Right. You know, and that's all. For a long time, I couldn't understand it. And then I started embracing it, and I totally understand why today, why I'm here. And it's not because of the, you know, sharing sharing who I am over the, uh, the airwaves. It's just my whole life experience. Right. And the people you know? that you that you personally work with on a daily basis. And, and you know, the kids that you're working with right. in, with Toys for Tots, you're giving back. You've been giving back. So in my mind, it's no longer why me, it's why not me. Exactly. And I probably should have, you know, n- not that I'm the same individual who came in, absolutely not. But I would have loved to have been able to say, why not me then? Well, I spent a lot of time saying, why me? This yeah. isn't supposed to happen to people like me. Yeah. And then, you know, you have that realization. Why not you? Yeah. Why not? You know, are you special? No. And But maybe that's that point where um, that light goes off. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's where, you know, and, and not everybody gets to, I'm sure some people walk in the door and whatever it is that they came in off of come in the door and say, why not me? And, and they never look back. Right. That's not my story, but, um, I'm here today to be able to share mine. So 
I think everyone ha gets to a point of, and even even family members get to a point of um, detaching and embracing at the same time. And I think that's where the shift happens. Mm -hmm. that's you know, right. so I, I think that when you say, well, did you ever or have you ever, you experience the same exact thing minus a chemical. Right. You know, so we all are, all our minds work the same way. Right. You know, like you say, all addicts, all addicts end up that same shark at the end. We, yeah. we all, <laughs> you all turn that, into a shark, but we all have that divine intervention point as well. That is true. And it's, I, I wish and, and hope and pray. I wish that everybody could find that. Yeah. And, you know, some people, maybe they just drive on past it. I don't know. I know that I drove past it for years. I think exactly. it's, I think it's there. Mm -hmm. I think it's eminently there. Um, it just has to, it just has to be perfect timing in order for mm -hmm. it to work. You know, and, and I know that, you know, they, you know, they jokingly, not jokingly, but they say, um, you know, seeds are planted along the way. Uh, my head is full of dead seeds. Right, right. But fortunately enough, now everything that's grown has pushed all those dead seeds aside. So it doesn't matter that I, that all of those seeds died because I'm here today to be able to share my experience, strength, and hope. So with, with the, with the, um, with the embracing and the um, letting go at the same point is I think where we start getting our experience, strength, and hope. I think you're right. Yeah. I had never thought about it yeah. <laughs> that way, but yeah, I, um, it, for me, it was gradual, mm -hmm. but I did, I was driving in my car one day and I had the, you know, feeling sorry for myself. Eh, why me? Why me? I did everything I thought was right. <laughs> and then I realized, why not me? Yeah. It can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. So what am I going to do with it? Yeah. Now that I realize this. And, you know, there's all different. Uh, again, I was watching a video of, I don't even know what her name was, but she was um, Miss USA. Uh, <coughs> and she was 19 years old working in Target. And some woman, she said some cuckoo woman was staring at her. And ultimately came over and started asking her personal questions were kind of offensive. And uh, she said, the reason why I'm asking is, is that I think you will be the next Miss USA. And wow. she, she was like, yeah, what? right. So the woman said, meet me tomorrow at Starbucks. Ultimately, she said, as a 19 year old kid, I was a fool for going to meet her, but she changed my life. Mm -hmm. And she said that she went. The first year at Miss USA, she lost. Second year, she lost. Third year, she lost. Fourth year, she lost. Wow. Fifth year, she lost. She said she went back the sixth year and lost. She called a woman on the phone, and the woman said, don't give up. Wow. Don't give up. I think I probably a would have of, at that a point. Couple of, a couple of weeks prior to... Um, the next Miss USA, she was uh, Washington DC, USA. Uh, she called a lady and, and she, she went on her Facebook page and she found out that she passed away. Oh, wow. Right? 
So, um, you know, she, long story short or shorter, she ultimately got up on stage, went through all of the contestants. It was her and Miss Hawaii, um, the last two. And she said in her mind, it's always good to be first runner up. Right. And she heard Miss DC. So she won Miss USA. And what she said was, don't ever give up. I hit all of those points and they didn't matter. So, so with us, we hit all of those points along the way and it didn't matter because look where we are today. We never gave up. Right. And, and that's the important thing. If you're out there and this is a bad time of year, yes, don't give up. Don't give up hope. You may not have the strength, but don't give up hope because your time is coming. And a lot of my friends gave up hope. I gave up hope. I was just fortunate enough to be able to stumble through um, that gutcha, that, that, that death grab, because I was absolutely looking for it. And, you know, to, to, this time of year, and this year is probably the most brutal experience on on a majority of people. Never mind somebody, a family who's who's dealing with addiction. And don't give up hope. Don't turn your back on the individual who who needs your help. Don't enable them, but don't turn your back on them. Yeah. When you listen to people say when when your people say you know wash your hands of them and this and that and the other thing you can't. A lot of my friends gave up on me. Doesn't mean that they didn't embrace me when I came back. I've lost a lot of friends who gave up on me and didn't embrace me when I started doing the right thing because they morally looked at how bad I was. And um, today I'm grateful today because I didn't need them. Right. You know? Right. Because you're doing great. Yeah. And with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner that it is good night everybody good night stay blessed talk to you next week thank you for joining us this week for miracles in recovery be sure to listen again for another edition with your host ray lynch on the voice america health and wellness channel next monday at 5 p.m pacific time and 8 p.m eastern time have a great week hope is in your corner